Hey people, before we jump into the love revolution, we want to talk to you about what our friends over at Target have been up to. Target's commitment to HBCUs and to supporting black creativity is definitely part of the love revolution. You're right, you're right. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating and elevating black success all year round. They've got the HBCU design contest, the Buy Black Product Hub, their commitments. Target is out here uplifting the black community. If you want to learn more about how Target continues to support black entrepreneurs, students, and creatives, visit target.com forward slash black beyond measure. Welcome to the Amazing Clocks podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are The The Amazing Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us The Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you have joined us here on The Love Revolution, where we talk about ideas and concepts to help us to create more love in the world, in the universe, because boy, do we need it. Boy, do we need it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And today, people, we got a great show for you. The topic today is about traditional relationships and does it still work compared to the modern way of doing it? But before we jump into that, let's take time to catch up with the clocks. So yes. baby, what have you been up to? How's uh, your life going? My life is going great. I had a great week. I had a birthday and yes, I had a did. lot of fun on my birthday. Happy, happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. I got a lot of love on my birthday. I always do. I appreciate everyone. So many texts and messages to return, but just feeling all the love. It was really fun. You got a lot of texts. I did. Yeah. yeah, I'm still answering everybody. But it was really fun because I spent my birthday doing girl stuff. Normally, I always do family stuff. I'm always with the family. But this year, I worked with a group of amazing women. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a Pisces new moon ritual, which was incredible. I really enjoyed and, and, it. And what was that exactly? Can you? It was all about like the energy that comes in with the new moon, with the Pisces moon. So it's a lot of feminine energy. Part of the ritual was releasing things from your energy field that no longer serve you, mm-hmm. which is always a good thing to do. And then setting intentions for the new moon, which is good. another thing that's really good to do. I agree. She just talked a lot about the energy of the new moon. And one of my biggest takeaways, she said something that I really loved that stuck with me, is that for us to all stay committed to love. Mm. And it's not necessarily being committed to a person, but being committed to love. And right. I, I really like that because sometimes it's you get distracted and you think love is just about another person, but love is an energy and we should all be committed to that. That's what the love revolution is about, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So it was a great birthday. So grateful. How about you? How was your week? My week was great. Yes. And I was really enjoying you enjoy your birthday. Thank you. And doing the things that you love doing. Yes. Even though you didn't spend your actual birthday with me, you spent it with other people. Mm -hmm. That was great because I like when you get out and do your own thing and get your space and get to be with your girls. Mm -hmm. And I get you all the time. Yes, you do. And so I'm just happy to see you happy. Thank you, honey. Let's jump into the main topic. Yes. And I'm going to let you lead and I'll jump in. So we wanted to talk about traditional relationships versus luxury relationships. We teach our clients that having a relationship is a luxury because 
traditionally relationships were not created. Marriage was not created for love. It wasn't created for a soulmate connection. Mm -hmm. It was created out of necessity. Men needed women to have children, to have sex, to have companionship, to have someone cook for them Mm -hmm. and take care of them and their family. And women needed men for survival. They needed men to take care of them and to provide for them. And so it was more of a partnership. And a lot of things came out of that partnership. And a lot of times couples fell in love over time or they cared about each other, but that wasn't the main goal. And so we've moved away from that model and people actually want love and connection and chemistry. And so these are all choices. And so to me, it's more of a luxury choice than a necessity. What do you think about that? I agree. And with traditional relationships and relationship advice, that whole genre, that whole perspective, Mm -hmm. like you said, it was based on survival. Yes. And it's also a combination of other things like Hollywood Mm -hmm. and those movies and fairy tales and basically make believe. Right. And so traditional relationships of this traditional relationship beliefs it's like this gumbo soup of all of this <laughs> weird stuff that was thrown in yeah religion survival hollywood movies fairy tales and people were using that as the template to build these relationships mm-hmm. and a lot of people were disappointed because it didn't work and right. i was one of them yeah. and my first marriage i did the traditional thing right you know basically one of them was happy Wife, happy life. Yes. You know, submit to the wife, just do do whatever she wants. And that didn't work out too well for me. And I just want to interrupt you. That saying just never made sense to me. Like, I don't get it because we live in a patriarch society and men pretty much been running things. So how did they come up with happy wife, happy life? Like when the men were running everything traditionally? I don't get that. Because it's a contradiction. That's why I said it's like this gumbo soup of just this weird stuff and contradictions and it's not realistic. And so people have been trying to build these relationships using that template. And that's why, what is it like 70% of the overwhelming majority of all relationships will fail mm-hmm. because they're following that traditional path. Right. And once again, it's like we were on the a podcast the other day. Right. And the callers were calling in and these were guys. And I see this a lot with, with men. It's like, man. And when they start talking about relationships, it's so antiquated to me, the way that they're thinking. Like the mm-hmm. woman's supposed to submit and the woman is supposed to, you know, let the man be. And it's like, dude. The 1920s calling, they want their relationship <laughs> template back. Right. You know, it's like, that doesn't work anymore. And it's interesting because they don't know what they don't know. Right. And a lot of the traditional beliefs, even with me growing up, I was influenced by TV. I was influenced by John Wayne and Clint Eastwood and all these tough, quote unquote, tough guys. These were, were my role models. Right. And, you know, the guy does not communicate. Mm. You know, the strong, silent type. Guys don't cry. It was they're, just... Men are not vulnerable. They're considered weak if they're yeah. vulnerable. And even in a lot of those movies, it was okay to slap women. What? But growing up, they're planting the seed that this is how you do it. Yeah. And a lot of men followed that model. I find it fascinating. So many of the traditions that we follow, we don't even really know where they came from. That's why I think that people are struggling with marriage because most people go into marriage 
getting ready to what I call benchmark, right? Like they're like, all right, we're going to get married. Okay, we're going to buy a house. Okay, we're going to have 2.5 kids. Okay, we're going to save for Mm -hmm. their college. Okay, we're going to take some vacations. And it's just checking off a task list Mm -hmm. and trying to get fulfillment out of that instead of saying, what's actually going to fulfill me? What kind of life do I want to live? What kind of lifestyle do I want to live? And does my partner want the same lifestyle? Because we're in a global society now. People are working all over the world, moving all over the world. You can pretty much have it any way that you want. You can choose to have the life that you want. And it's a matter of choosing a partner that wants that same lifestyle. And traditionally, everyone kind of wanted to live the same lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so now we have so many choices and so many opportunities. That's why I call it luxury. Like it can be anything that you want it to be. We had a client years ago that got married and her new husband owned a house that he had owned with his previous wife and she liked it and everything, but she liked her place too as she didn't want to give up her apartment. So she decided to live in her apartment three days a week and then the other four days she lived with him in the house. And when she came to us, she was like, people are saying this is weird and we're not being a real couple, but why does that have to be weird if that's what works for them? He was fine having those three days by himself, too. Mm -hmm. And especially because they were over 40, they were pretty much used to being on their own. And when you're used to being on your own, it takes a little adapting to having someone around all of the time, (laughs) all of the time. And so I just wanted to have this conversation because I want to encourage people, especially if you're dating, to think about the lifestyle that you want to live. There's so much focus on like who the person is, what they have, what they're bringing to the table. But at the end of the day, you could have all the chemistry in the world. You could be really attracted to each other. But if one person wants to travel all the time and the other person's a homebody, then you're going to have some issues. Or if someone wants yeah. to be in the entertainment industry and you know be out in front of the cameras all the time and the other person's shy and doesn't want that, then you're going to have some issues. So it's really important to think about the marriage that you want, the relationship that you want, not so much in traditional terms, but in who you are and what life you're trying to create for yourself and for your partner. I agree. Let me say this to you listeners. If doing it the traditional way works for you and you really love it, go for it. Kudos to you. There are some people where it actually works for for them. If it's not working for you, don't be afraid to try something different. There was this thing that happened a couple of years back. It was called Great Divorce. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And Great Divorce is there was a record number of senior citizens, couples, that were getting divorced Mm -hmm. in record numbers. They were married 40, 50 years, and all of a sudden they're in their 80s and 70s, and they're getting divorced. And they were like, why is this happening? And what the couples were saying was that when they were younger and they met their partner, because of the traditional way of doing it, traditional relationship beliefs and the way our society expects them to do it, they married people not out of love. They did it out of necessity. And then they had the kids and they had the house and they had the bills and all of that stuff. And for years, they weren't happy. Mm-hmm. But they felt like I'm supposed to do this anyway. And then I'm embarrassed to say I'm not happy doing it this way. But there's so much more I want to express, so much more to me right. that I'm not living. But let me shut up and pretend like it's working. Yeah. And then once the kids got older and went to college and that now, you know, the retirement came, 
the women felt like the men for once, once they retired, the men didn't know what to do with themselves. Like yeah. you said, they were around the house. Yeah. And they would call them wet leaves mm-hmm. because they would lay on the couch like a wet leaf, the women would say. And this was big in Japan as well. They were sticking well. to them. They were sticking yeah, all over the women. and they were sticking women. to the women. And the women were like, ugh, get off me. I want to do my own thing now. And so they I want to go to lunch at the market right. with my friends. And, and I want to be with my friends. And the guys didn't know what to do with themselves because they were just used to working and you know, they didn't know how to be social with the wife. And so a lot of women in record numbers divorced their husbands. Wow. And then a lot of men also did it because they weren't happy doing it the traditional way. And then this thing called Viagra came oh, out. Oh, yeah. And men realized, like, wait a minute. I'm 65. I'm 70. I can pop a pill. I don't have oh. to be with her. I have options now. My kids are gone. That's definitely a right. game changer. So they want to express uh-huh. themselves now where they felt like they couldn't do that when they were in that traditional template. Right. And so it's gone away. The game is changing. And I will admit, there are still some things, Mm because even a broken clock is right, you know, twice a day. Right. There are certain things about traditional relationships that I actually like. What do you like about traditional relationships, Anthony? Please tell us. I like the aspect of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's flip sides to it. Okay. But I like the aspect of it where, you know, where men are men. Chivalry. Okay. I believe in being romantic. I like opening up the door for my woman. I like, you know, just this whole chivalry thing. I like, Mm -hmm. you know, being polite to women. I like treating them with respect. I like that. And I'm proud of those aspects. So I took what I liked and then the things that I don't like, it's like, let me just run and do it my own way. And me and you, we decided when we met. Yes. Because in our first marriages, we did the traditional thing and it didn't work. Right. And when we left, we were like, okay, we want, we don't just want a partner. We want a soulmate. We don't just want a relationship. We want a lifetime of bliss. We want to fall more and more in love over time. Right. And not grow apart like most couples. And we knew that following the traditional template, we weren't going to get it. So we were like, okay, let's customize it. Forget what everybody else thinks. What makes us happy? We got to live for us and do it our way. What would make us just over the top ecstatic to be together? And we were like, okay, let's do those things. But what about people judging us? We can't give a damn. Let them judge us. Let's do our thing. And that's a luxury relationship. Because we didn't have to have it for survival. No. We wanted it, and we didn't just want a relationship. We wanted something special. Yeah, and we took a while to make sure we were the right partner for each other, too. We were together like 10 years before we even Mm -hmm. got married. So we knew what lifestyle we wanted. We both had big dreams. We knew we were going to invest in business, that we were going to want to build something together. I think one of the things that we did was probably the least traditional was you stayed home with the baby, And you took care of our baby when she was little while I worked. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people didn't get that at the time. Like, why is she working and he's at home? She should be at home. I worked at night. Yeah, but you were home during the day. And and people just didn't get that. Because it wasn't popular. Normally women stayed home. Right. And for me, I wanted that very badly. Mm -hmm. Because I know the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Like we said, the men work all the time and then they miss the kids and it, you know, they don't see them growing up. They don't spend quality time with them. The father just comes home and, hey, how's it going? Pat you on the head and he's off into the room. Yeah. And you miss it. So to me, it's like, what's the point of having kids? So for me, it was like, I want to experience it all. Right. 
I want to soak it up every single moment, every event, every PTA meeting. I want to be there to experience it because I'll only experience it all all this one time. But that's the luxury part. You got to have what you want. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter what other people thought. And I wanted to work. I wanted to build my career. I wanted to expand and get out of the house. I didn't want to be at home raising children all day long. I like doing it in the evenings, but I didn't want to Mm -hmm. do it every day all day long. So that worked for us. I think today's, you know, couples, modern couples, I think they're starting to blur the lines of traditional relationships. And I think that the roles are starting to blend a little bit. Way more men now than ever are helping with the kids, helping with the housework, which is only fair because women are providing income and sometimes more income than men. Mm -hmm. So why should they have to be the only caregivers in the home and the laundry and the dishes and the cooking and all of that kind of stuff taking care of the home? And I think women are starting to become more vocal. It was just kind of this unspoken thing that the woman handles everything. Mm -hmm. But I do have to say we are also very picky we like things our way and we like them done our way and in our time yes yes we do (laughs) so you know we we have to manage a little bit you know giving you space to step into some of those roles and Mm -hmm. to allow some grace when you don't do it the way that we like to have it done we have to just be grateful for the help but what do you think men want to change i think that men want to and they may they may not admit it but mm-hmm. i think that they want to have the pressure off of them mm-hmm. where they can express themselves in different ways without being judged mm. for example crying okay men need to cry mm-hmm. i'm not saying you know just be you know you know <laughs> wimping whining and crying all the time like not like that right but there're going to be moments where you have to release yeah and process emotions right and how many men have we coached where there's something that we pull out of them that's so mm, heavy yeah. and they're sitting there fighting the tears. Yeah. Like, no, I can't do it. I can't, I can't cry. I can't cry. I can't. It's like, mm-hmm. man, just cry. Yeah. Get it out. Yeah. Let it go. And they want to do it, but they feel like they'll be judged. They'll be judged by the women, possibly. Mm-hmm. They'll be judged by the peers or the men. So when they see me do it and me do it with confidence, right. it inspires them. It makes them like, wait a minute, we can do that? He, if he can do that, mm-hmm. and it, it was cool, I can do it too. And it's like I give them permission to do it. And that to me is what I think men really want. They want the freedom to, even though they express may not Express their emotions, express more of their emotions. Is right. that and what not, you would say? And not just be in a box because that box is going to kill you. Yeah. That box is going to be like that box that you're going to, once your life ends, you're going to get into a box then. So there's no need to live in a box while you're here. I think that that is changing. And I think it's changing because especially in our community, we're talking a lot more about mental health, emotional health. And crying when you're sad or processing your emotions is releasing energy. Mm -hmm. And if you don't release that energy, it's going to back up on you. It's going to build up. And I think that in the past, that's why so many men had this underlying anger. 
And mm-hmm. they did things that was them trying to get rid of that anger. Yeah. And a lot of times they took that anger out on women. Yep. And so, honey, I would much rather see you cry than be trying to hit on me or grab yeah. me or be physical with me right. because you don't know how to process your emotions. Mm-hmm. So if you need to cry it out, you come lay on my shoulder. I will cry with you. Aww. Seriously, you. I, I will. I will. I think it's super <laughs> important for people, all people, men and women, to process their emotions and i don't know where we got this idea that crying is weakness it's really just releasing energy i even know women who don't want to cry and hide it and get embarrassed mm-hmm. i you know me i cry on commercials i cry for everything i'm always releasing that energy and it feels good to get it out so right. thanks for sharing that i didn't realize that men are at a place where they really are aware that they need to process those emotions and that's what they want to do can we take a minute to talk about joy We can always take a minute to talk about joy. Well, something that brought me joy this week was my weekly Target run. I was able to shop Black-owned and founded brands to get everything we needed for our place. Target celebrates Black success through its Black Beyond Measure campaign, which goes all year round. You know we gotta love our fellow black entrepreneurs. Ah, that explains the new candles. And your new favorite coffee. (laughs) Coffee does bring joy. I love making sure we are surrounded by joy every day. If you want to surround yourself with a little joy and help uplift black creatives, visit target.com forward slash black beyond measure to learn more. So I just wanted to add also that when we're talking about tradition, I'm seeing a lot more relationships that are not traditional, a lot more polyamory. There's a big move for throuples, Mm -hmm. three people being in relationship. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. What do you think about that? When we're talking about non-tradition. I think that once again, it, relationships now, it's about do you. Yeah. What makes you happy? Yeah. Figure it out and then find somebody that matches that regardless of what it is or what you're into. And no as matter- long, As long as it's consenting right, adults. as long as it's consenting adult. And no matter what you're into, there's going to be someone that is into that. Yeah. And so don't feel ashamed about it. Be that. Celebrate that. And that to me is what it's about. It's about expressing yourself. Yes. And you know, one of the things with that too is that we've been kind of taught that in relationships that yes, you have to be a certain way. Yes. It's almost like it lessens the value Mm -hmm. of the relationship. It makes it less special. It makes it generic. Yeah. Which is the opposite of a luxury relationship. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a track home. Yeah. (laughs) Versus a mansion. (laughs) Right. I got to be the way I'm expected to be instead of I'm being who I am or what I love to be. And so- with a luxury relationship like we created, it wasn't because I had to be in it or I was expected to be in this relationship. I was in it because I wanted an amazing relationship. Yes. I wanted something special and I was creating something special and then you treat it like it's special. Mm-hmm. It becomes precious. Yes. But if it's generic and it's resentment because you can't be who you want to be. Right. You can't express yourself the way you want to express. It's locked into this society box template that they put you in. Then you're not going to feel like the relationship is special. So I think the takeaway from all of this is we're evolving and relationships are changing and you should be able to choose what works for you and what works for your partner and just love. Just love the way that you want to love and don't limit yourself and hold yourself back because you're trying to fit into some template of what a marriage is supposed to be or how it's supposed to be. Ask for what you want. Be vocal about it. Speak up in dating because when you say what you want, you'll attract a partner that wants the same thing. And whether that's a couple, whether you're a throuple, 
or yep. even if you decide to be single, that's another part of it. Yeah, you can. A lot of that's a part of being, you know, today's customizing it. Not yeah. everybody wants to be in a relationship. Not this everybody wants to have kids, Very and that's true. okay now. Yes. Yeah. So I think we're at a place where if we could not judge ourselves and not judge each other, we could all find more love. And I am here for that. And I am here for that too. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? Time to go. Time to go, baby. So let's leave the people with. Your relationship is precious because it's a luxury, so treat it that way. That's right. So, on that note, people, if you guys didn't get a chance to check out our book, uh, Crack the Code, available at Amazon.com. It's Crack the Code, The Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, Amazon bestseller. Make sure you guys pick up a copy. If you want to coach with us, you can actually reach out to us at TheAmazingClocks.com. Whether you're a single person that wants to coach and find love, if you're already a, a couple that is in a relationship, you want to make it better, reach out to us. Or if you just want life coaching in general, yes. reach out to us. We're there for you with that as well. If you want to get trained and certified as a life coach, we also do that yes we do and you can check out our course at the law of attraction life coach academy.com and then our beautiful wife melanie is killing it with the singles <laughs> yes i am with the single ladies i'm doing i want to get married now class which is going amazing so if you're interested in that send me a message i don't know if i'm going to do a third one i'm on the second round but if you're interested i'll do it for you so let me know there you go we gave it to you now what you're going to do with it see you next time Thank you.